you know, growing up, I used to daydream a lot and I used to doodle and uh, I loved comic books and superheroes and watching movies and all these things. And the messaging from the adults in my life was always stop dreaming, you know, finish school, get a degree, get a good job, get benefits, all that kind of traditional messaging that many of us have had from our parents, but we don't fit that mold. So the messaging was often stop dreaming, stop dreaming. And then in 2014, we launched our Archangel business. It was a side thing as I was in the real estate space. And I fell in love with my passion again for bringing people together, uh, doing events. And around that time, I was investing in a lot of personal development and some testing. And one of them is called Wealth Dynamics, created by a guy named Roger Hamilton. And the outcome, like the description said, you are best when your head is in the clouds. It was one of these forehead slapping moments where I realized the thing I've been told to stop doing my whole life is a gift and a superpower. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hello, and welcome back to the show. On today's episode, I have an amazing human being, Giovanni Marcico. He is our business coach. He is the founder of Archangel and brings visionaries together so they can help each other achieve our dreams and change the world. His flagship event, Archangel Summit, attracts more than 3,000 leaders every year to learn from the world's top speakers in business development and personal growth. And I'm just so lucky I get to sit down with him and, and chat with him. We just had the most amazing, epic conversation about dreaming and how dreaming can be the antidote for major success. And so he takes us through how he does it, gives us tips on how we can do it too. And um, our conversation was just so awesome. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Welcome to the show, Gio. I am so excited to finally have you on. You're excited. I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> It's been a while now, but Vince and I have been working with you and the Archangel community for, I think, over two years now. And we owe a lot of our business as well as personal growth to you. So I just wanted to thank you before we get into all the fun stuff today. You are so welcome. And I love because you you just have this way of leading and coaching that allows your community to go deep within and start dreaming again. And through this process, because I can speak from experience, you can start to think big and you can start to dream bigger. And through this process, you open up so much more joy and possibilities into your life. 
how did you discover that dreaming was the antidote for your success in your life? Oh, brilliant. So by accident, um, and actually through a lot of pain. So when, when I was young, um, you know, growing up in, let's say high school, I used to daydream a lot and I used to doodle and, uh, I loved comic books and superheroes and watching movies and all these things. And the messaging, uh, from the adults in my life, my parents and teachers were, was always stop dreaming. And then in high school, I started my first, uh, quote unquote business. Um, we were producing dance parties for teenagers. Our very first event, we had a thousand people. It was the best. And I, I, uh, uncovered my, my passion for bringing people together. And it, it was the, it felt like a dream come true, even at that young age. And again, the messaging was stop dreaming, get your head out of the clouds, you know, finish school, get a degree, uh, get a good job, get benefits, all that kind of traditional messaging that many of us have had from our parents and they, and, and guidance counselors and teachers, because they wanted the best for me and for people like us, uh, but we don't fit that mold. So the messaging was often stop dreaming, stop dreaming. And then in 2014, we launched our Archangel business. I started doing events on kind of, it was a side thing as I was in the real estate space. And I, I fell in love with my passion again for bringing people together, uh, doing events. And around that time, I was investing in a lot of personal development and uh, some testing, like uh, mm -hmm. Myers Briggs and the Colby test and different personality tests. Um, and one of them is called Wealth Dynamics and uh, created by a guy named Roger Hamilton. And the outcome like the description said you are best when your head is in the clouds and it just it, it was one of these forehead slapping moments where i realized the thing i've been told to stop doing my whole life is a gift and a superpower and then i started surrounding myself with people who dreamed at the time way bigger than me and it was the most inspirational thing and it unlocked uh the capability, but it also gave, it felt like it gave me permission to mm -hmm. dream bigger. And then I realized that's a thing I need to do for other people to unlock their limitation around dreaming and give them permission. Not that I'm giving permission, they're giving themselves permission to dream bigger. And that's what's unfolded over the past 10 years. It's crazy because I remember being told the exact same thing. I was such a dreamer when I was, I think most people are when they're, when they're younger. And well, we, uh, we, we definitely use our, or we feel like we use our imagination more when we're younger. And mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about that later today, but everyone has something that makes them stand out as a child. And I think everyone is told to stop doing that thing so that we can fit in because mm -hmm. society wants us to fit in. And then we have this uh, battle through our lives of, do I stand out or do I fit in? Mm -hmm. And secretly, I think all of us want to stand out. We want self-expression and we feel like when we're trying to fit in, uh, we're not being ourselves. And there's so much fear around standing out because of, you know, decades of programming that you need to fit in, you need to fit in. It's how you survive, which is true. It's, it's, you know, um, my fiance that, you know, very well, Dr. Stephanie Estima, uh, has taught me so much about the brain and how the brain operates. And there's the 
I hope I get this right. Um, limbic part of our brain, like the, the reptilian old ancient part of our brain, the animal part of our brain that is trained and designed to make sure we, we stay alive. And thousands and thousands of years ago, when we were all tribal, if you were kicked out of the tribe, it literally meant death because the tribe mm. protected each other. And if you were alone or isolated, there was a lion or a tiger or something that was going to get you. So that part of our brain is still there. The idea of we need to fit in to live. Not fitting in means death. And then we, we become adults and we have this crazy battle, probably on a daily basis of do I fit in or do I stand out? And the cool thing is you, not only can you do both, but you can create your own container and community of people who stand out to fit in into your world. I've, I've done it. I, I've helped you guys do it. And I, I feel like we can all do this. And not everyone wants to lead which is cool. But if you feel like you're alone and you are weird in some way, there are other weirdos like you. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the word weird. Right. And that, one of the cool, you know, one of the, you know, there's so many pros and cons to social media and uh, technology. Uh, but one of the pros, one of the benefits is capability of finding your people who aren't bound by geography, mm. which is something I love. Right. So we have our communities all over the world and some people I've been communicating with digitally uh, or through Zoom or whatever it is for years. And, so, and then meeting them in person is the ultimate dream come true. But we can all do this. We can all stand out and fit in at the same time. I think you call this like your dream community, right? Like you build a community around you and there's three um, aspects to the dream community. What, what are those? those three, I guess, key people that you need to have within your own dream community yeah. for happiness and fulfillment? Well, I think you want to surround yourself. Um, and I think of life as a journey and I think of growth as a journey. Think of it as a path that we're all walking. We all have our own individual path. And on that journey, we're trying to get to the next milestone or the next place um, and we need help. And I think you want to surround yourself with people who are on the same path as you, mm. because as a group, as a collective, as um, a fellowship, you can get to the next place faster because you're not alone. And then also to surround yourself with people who are ahead of you on your path to guide you. It's scary to do it alone. It's scary to figure out the direction where you don't have a compass, but if you have people who are ahead of you, who've already trailblazed that same path, you'll get where they are way faster. And then I also think you should do the same for people who are behind you on your path to turn around and say, Hey, I've got you. I'll be your guide. I'm today where you want to be tomorrow. So I think those mm -hmm. are the three groups, people beside you, ahead of you and behind you. I love that. I love that. I think, it, I think that's so important too, because when you're learning from the people that are a little bit ahead of you, you're kind of giving back to the people that are behind you and you learn in that process. Exactly. Would you say dreaming is the same as manifesting or would you look at them differently? I think they're, they're, um, they're related. Yeah. I think the dreaming component, part of it is, um, you know, my definition is thinking of something in the future that doesn't exist that you can then go and create, mm -hmm. especially if it impacts other people in a positive way. Right. So some people might dream of living in a giant house. That's awesome. Uh, I think 
if you dream, meaning if, if you're thinking about a future that is better for as many people as possible, the byproduct might even be the beautiful house. Because I don't feel like people uh, care about wealth if mm. the wealthy person is impacting as many people as possible. To go beyond the things, maybe. Like, how- yeah, like the, the, yeah. it's nice to, and everyone has a different um, vision of, of what's important for them in terms of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I want to change the definition of the word, let's say millionaire, to be defined as I've helped a million people. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I surround myself with those millionaires. And I, I guarantee like, they're also doing very well financially. And no one's looking at them in a negative way saying, uh, you're a show off or, because they don't show off. There's nothing to show off. It's the show showing off is the transformations they've created. Mm-hmm. And what they're actually talking about is the people they've served, not about themselves. It's not like a, doing a, I don't know, like a social media post saying, Hey, I just made this much money. Yeah. Yeah. None of us care about that shit. It's like, uh, no, here's someone else that's been transformed with my guidance. And I, I know you're like me, we, we do the same thing. It's like, that's the best feeling in the world Yeah, to give someone direction and leadership and they actually listen to you. And then they report back how, how that's been impacted for them and for the people around them. It's amazing. Yeah. And that's what I loved about you. We met through, um, it was a mastermind that we're both speaking at and that's where we connected. And it was, you didn't talk about all of the tactics and money. Like you talked about like leading with your heart and your, the impact that you wanted to have on people's lives. And um, I mean, that's what attracted Vince and I to you. And you've allowed that, you've allowed us to unleash our like our big stupid dreams. And, <laughs> and we, we, we even have a new one and we're just so excited because you've given us, not that you've given us permission, but you've led the way and we've given ourselves permission. It's just such an awesome feeling. And now you're doing, so- for other, you're doing it for other people. Yeah, yeah. We're, right, we, we've, we've built that community. And it's funny because when you are on this like entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey, sometimes you can feel a little bit alone. And I think when we started working with you, even though Vince and I have each other, we felt a little bit alone, but now we've created like that community of like coaches that want to do what we're doing. And, and now we're not feeling alone anymore. We're feeling so fulfilled. Like we've created that dream community um, as you just spoke about. And so uh, that is truly, I think, the, the antidote for happiness and fulfillment when you have that community behind you. Um, what are some of the dreams that you have had that have come true? Because you've lived like, you've had some pretty epic dreams come true. Can you share some of those? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> well, it's Where interesting. Where do you start? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we just had an event a few weeks ago and you mentioned stupid goals. And um, <laughs> one of the speakers was uh, my friend, Steve Sims, and his, his book that I'm sure will be out by the time people hear this interview is called Go for Stupid. And he shared the idea that you might as well state a, a goal or a mission or a dream that's so big that people call you stupid when they hear you saying it, because if you're not being called stupid, it's probably not big enough. Mm. And during his talk, he mentioned that in 2012, he and I sat for dinner and I told him my archangel vision 
which this is before the company um, existed. And I said, yeah, I want to start this, this organization that, that trains entrepreneurs and change makers and people who want to help other people to build their business. And then I want to raise money for different charities. And then I want to produce events that, cause I love events and I love creating them and, and making people like blowing people's minds with the experience design and just doing things that are different and more entertainment and music. And, um, you know, while he was giving his speech at our event last month, I got so emotional because I realized every single thing I told him as a dream had come true. And, you know, this is 10 years later and, um, it's, it's wild. And I realized, oh, I, I need to do that again. So I've committed this month to spend 31 days, um, dreaming. I, I call it 31 days of dreaming. So I'm thinking about the next 10 years hmm. and how do I want to lead a fulfilling day-to-day -day life? And, you know, so it's not just about the giant goals. But it's also what does my, what will be a best day ever for me? And how do I live that best day ever as many times as possible? And who do I want to impact? And what lights me up? And what's going to get me rushing out of bed in the morning? Whereas I'm so pumped and excited that I can't wait to create again. And, and that's where I'm at right now. It's such a fun place to be. Uh, and how, you know, where am I holding back? Mm -hmm. Because I know even though, I dream really big and I've done big things and, uh, oh, and the movies, by the way, it was another thing. Like uh, one day I want to produce movies. And I thought that was the stupidest thing I've ever said, because I know nothing about that world. And we produced our first film and it won three Emmy awards and now we're making our second. So it's like, whoa. Wow. Um, so maybe the next is an Academy award or some, I'll, I'll share it say here it. first. Yeah, Academy award. <laughs> I, I don't even know for what or how, I have no idea how to do that, but I don't know how to do anything. Just, things just happen. So, uh, I'm in this place now for the next 10 years. And again, part of the process is to uncover my own limitations that mm -hmm. I can't see or I can't uh, realize are there that are programmed into my thinking when I think, well, I want to do this. And you, we all have this, right? So you might think, I want to do X, Y, Z. And then immediately your brain is like, yeah, but you can't because blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm trying to spot those things and, and thinking as, as crazy as possible. I love that. I, I think everybody does that. I do that to myself all the time, but I have two kids. I'm a mom. I'm, I need to be there, but there's other ways, you know, and it's, it's just something it's programming that we've heard our childhood that creeps up in our head. Why do you think some people achieve their goals and dreams and then others do not? Uh, I think some, or we all have, uh, programs, thought programs that, yeah. Uh, that bubble up fears, you know, as adults, we use fancy words like anxiety and stress. <laughs> but when you boil down the definitions, it's, it's fear. We're afraid of the unknown, mm -hmm. right? So the older we get, the more we of a comfort zone we create in terms of our habits and our behaviors and even our identity, our identity becomes a comfort zone. So when something that we want feels outside of our identity uh, or our behavior, it, it's a scary place to be. It requires uh, commitment and courage to walk through the fear and through the discomfort to get to the place where it eventually becomes your comfort zone and even more your a confidence zone. Mm -hmm. Right? So I think we all have this. And some of us 
are so paralyzed by the fear, we, we don't take action. We may have big ideas or dreams, and sometimes those dreams aren't even ours. So that's another challenge. They're implanted. Um, like many of us have healing to do where the ideas of, of things we come up with are more about healing a part of our childhood, like, you know, to get our, one of our parents' attention or, or something that happened when we were younger. So it doesn't even feel like it's our dream. It's, um, it's to fulfill something that's missing from mm. back then. So that's another challenge. And then environment is so important. You know, how, how many people, uh, or even to the person listening right now to us, have they shared an idea or a vision or a goal or a dream at some point and someone told them that they were an idiot or that's yeah. not the right way to do it? Or uh, especially if that person meant something or was a, a, a guidance figure or a parental figure or a best friend or, or someone that mattered to that person, then they're going to get even more afraid to share the ideas anymore because they, they don't want that pain. So we have all of these things happening to us at the same time. I, you know, the, I live in a bubble now, <laughs> a self-made bubble of people who are all positive and charging and warm and kind and not assholes and um, who propel me forward. And we do it for each other. And that's, that's what I mean by environment. So who do you surround yourself with? Because if someone... Um, or if, if your peer group are limited too, then it's hard to break free from that. And sometimes we need to surround ourselves with different people. And that's why I love doing what I do in terms of building community and creating events where every time someone walks into our space and they're new to us, whether it's a coaching group or a community or event, it's, it's like a giant paradigm shift for them. It's like, mm. where have you people been all my life? Yeah. <laughs> And I can't believe no one here is an asshole. And I can't believe, uh, <laughs> you know, I tell supportive. someone, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Like you're curating your, your bubble, basically, right? right? Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show because I have to share one of my most favorite pieces of home equipment slash travel equipment. And if you love to work out as much as I do, then you're going to want to check out Max Pro Fitness. This is so awesome. If you're following me on IG, coach underscore JVB, you will see some of the videos I posted with the MaxFit Pro. It's a full cable system that folds up into a backpack and you can legit bring it anywhere or pull it out like it's so easily stored and for all my fellow strong women out there there are 50 resistance settings from five pounds all the way up to 300 pounds at the turn of a dial and the entire system only weighs 10 pounds I love it so much that I have partnered with them to offer you guys a hundred dollars off your purchase so I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and you're going to save $100 off the full cable system that folds up into a backpack. Oh my God, guys, you are going to love it. I hope you take me up on this opportunity because you are not going to be disappointed. I love that you've said this many, many times um, in our meetings or through one-on-one -on -one coaching with you, but your idea of like your personality and your identity is not, it's not fixed. You can actually um, change your identity and you can, um, you, you've said often like 
the, the way that you've achieved your dreams is like you become that person that make your dreams and goals come true. If somebody is kind of stuck in their life and they kind of take a look at their own personality and maybe see personality traits that they don't love or they, you know, chalk it up, but they can't get ahead because they're just this way. How does somebody get out of that and change their personality? Well, you use the phrase, you used the phrase, they're just this way. And that's mm -hmm. the thing people will say, it's just the way I am. Mm -hmm. So the first step is, is understanding, and this is the biggest step, understanding that um, it, your personality isn't fixed. You can actually change it. It's kind of like computer code or computer programming. Mm -hmm. uh, we all have programs that are running all the time. Some, you know, there's habits and behaviors and personality traits. And um, we stay fixed in that identity because it feels safe. To change it would actually be scary. Uh, but I'll show you a fun example of this. Um, tell me one area of your life where you feel a high level of confidence in some kind of activity that you do um, or a thing that you've mastered or whatever it is. Like one area, like tell me one area of your life where you feel a high level of confidence. I would say my, my fitness level and, and strength and, and helping others achieve that too. But right. just speaking of my own, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm fit and super healthy and on top of my game there. <laughs> when was the first time you went to the gym? Oh, good question. Um, I think I, yeah, I was about 16 or 17 years old when I started working, um, not working. I, I started going to the gym. Um, and was that, did you, so when you first went to the gym, were you supremely confident? Did you know no. how all the machines worked or was it no. maybe a bit anxiety inducing, trying to figure things out and totally anxiety inducing. I was like, I just stuck to the treadmill and ran, yeah. <laughs> didn't try anything else for a while. So imagine you had a time machine and you today could take the time machine, go back to that day. You first stepped into the gym and be your guide or your mentor mm. how much quicker would that person's confidence grow like you at 17 yeah i would totally collapse time for myself there <laughs> so present day you is highly confident yep 17 year old you uh wasn't at the time mm -hmm. now I'm, you don't have to say this out loud on the podcast but <laughs> imagine an area right now where it's completely uncomfortable for you. Something that you haven't actually started yet or something that you know you want to do that is completely outside your comfort zone. Yeah, I know it. It's, it would be public speaking in front of a large audience. Oh, perfect. So everyone listening has something to, right? They have yeah. their thing that they, they believe is important for their growth and progress, but they are procrastinating or they're not starting because it's scary because mm -hmm. it's outside their comfort zone and probably outside their identity. Yeah. And they're, they're coming up with all of that. Well, I'm not a speaker and who am I just like, I'll use your example. Who am I to share my message? And um, I, I'm afraid of public speaking. No one's afraid of public speaking. Coach me, Gio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So imagine you uh, 10 years from now. So what you're 20, 32. Imagine the future version of you that is winning awards for speaking. That is, you know, getting paid 50K for a keynote that has a huge brand around speaking 
that has taken all of the training, that has done all the things, and is uh, highly regarded as a speaker. Is it possible that out of all of the iterations, there's a version of you that has done that? Yes. And I, is, and I try to, I actually try to envision that daily. Is she afraid of speaking? Not, not anymore. Yeah. Like she just goes on stage. And I'm just like, yeah. And just like you aren't afraid of going to a gym today, like it's your zone, right? It's like no one could uh, mess with you in the gym. How come that, right? So it's because you've created the capability, you've done reps. And I'll use fitness analogies. How many times have you done the same exercises where you've mastered the craft of that, that type of exercise? Same with you in 10 years on stage. She does it with ease. Now, the reason people don't take a step forward is because they're uncomfortable and they haven't done the thing. And that paralyzes them. And the problem is the only way to become 10 year, like future you is to do the thing and to do the thing over and over again. But when you understand that future you does it with ease, it's in their comfort zone. It gives you a spark of courage to realize she's got my back and I can communicate with her for direction. And all it takes is the first step of, of being terrible at the thing. But we're always terrible at the beginning. And we're always amazing after the 10,000th time. So if you take the first time and the first step, which is takes the most energy at the beginning, understanding you're carving the path to becoming your future you faster, um, you have a relationship with her. Does that make sense? Totally. So the thing, the you know, um, we all have this backwards equation in our head that clarity creates action. Mm. Like, well, once I know what I want, I'll do it. Or um, that confidence creates action. Once I'm confident about a thing, I'll do it. It's the exact opposite. Action creates clarity and action creates confidence. We have to like, do it. For some people, they don't know what the path even is. Like, you know it's speaking. So your next thing is to suck at speaking. We have to get better at sucking. Okay. And be okay with it and keep yeah. going. <laughs> because eventually you'll have the highest level of confidence. You yeah. can't, confidence is not a switch. It's, it's a dial. It's reps. It's even with this, even with the podcast, when I started the podcast um, a year and a half ago, I would be like sweating buckets before interviewing right. people and, and so nervous. And now just with putting in, as you said, the reps, it just becomes easier over time. Yeah. And then and you make that next goal. Find any podcaster where they're a thousandth interview is worse than their first interview. No one. I think like Dr. I, Stephanie was like my third interview and I was so nervous to talk to her. I was like sweating buckets. <laughs> I, I have to have her back on. Yeah. I'm a lot more relaxed now. <laughs> You're, that's living proof of what I just said. So everyone listening has the thing that's important to them where they feel paralyzed and they're like, I can't do it because uh, of X, Y, Z. Doing is the solution. It's the antidote. I love that. Now I've, I've asked my, my community knows that you're coming on today and they're really, really excited to listen to this podcast. And one of the questions they had that they wanted me to ask you was, 
you know, you've, you've shared a lot about your past struggles and they want to know, do you have any advice for people who are struggling with either burnout or mental health challenges within entrepreneurship and any advice or would you be able to have any advice around that? You know, especially with coming out of the pandemic, I feel like so many people are struggling with with mental health health issues now. Yeah, well, healing happens in community. Mm-hmm. Growth happens in community. Isolation and the 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 solution to the pandemic was isolation, which has caused a lot of mental health challenges mm-hmm. because we need each other. And the more we isolate and the more we're afraid of each other, the more we're disconnected. There's an amazing TED talk. Uh, the guy's name is Johan Ari. And he basically says that the opposite of addiction is connection. Mm-hmm. So when we That's don't amazing. have connection in our life, we, we look for it in other places. And uh, for some people, it's sugar. For some people, it's alcohol, drugs, uh, sex, work. Uh, and that all stems from disconnection. Mm. So what well, part of the solution to mental health challenge is connection. It's one of the biggest solutions. And then obviously exercise and movement Yeah, uh, as one of the best ever cures for mental health challenges. Um, and then I, I said it before, anxiety is the adult fancy word for fear. And I want to play a game with you if you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> so my it. question for you is, do you, and I don't know if you've ever heard me ask this, so you may not count to if you've heard it before, but for, for the listeners, do you think that you use your imagination today as much as you did as a child? I do not, but I am working on it since meeting you. Good. Well, I, everyone I ask says, no, for sure. I don't use it as much. And I'm going to challenge you to call bullshit that you do. Mm. We all use our imagination as much as when we were kids. The difference is we call it anxiety mm. because what is imagination? It's, it's conjuring up visions or images of uh, a future that doesn't exist yet. But as children, we have a positive outcome. So we imagine yeah. being in a castle or we imagine playing with our friends or we imagine a unicorn or whatever it is. And that makes us smile. As adults, we imagine a future that is negative. We imagine uh, things breaking down. We imagine loss. We imagine any kind of story. And we're, either way, it's a story, but we're telling a story that creates tension, that creates drama, that creates uh, an ending with a negative outcome. We're still using our imagination. We're just now more programmed on the fear or in the anxiety side of fear versus the excitement side of fear. And my, my mission for anyone listening is to uh, proactively try to tell a different ending of the story that's positive. Mm. You're going to use your imagination anyways. It's not real. Anxiety, like when you, when anyone uses the word anxiety and you ask them to explain what they're anxious about, it's about a future that hasn't happened yet. Mm. And they'll start with the, the words, what if, 
right? So what if this happens? And the this is never positive. So what if we start using positive outcomes because either way it doesn't exist yet? Well, how do you think your body reacts in the present moment in reality when we're thinking of a what if that's negative? We get tense. Yeah. We get into fight or flight. Yeah. We get sweaty. And then um, that affects our physiology. All yeah, from a literally, thought. Yeah, you can literally have a bad day just with yeah. one thought. You allow it to affect you, right? Right. And I believe we're not only the main character of our story, we're also the script writer and the narrator. And we get to, in our brains, change the story. Mm -hmm. Because if, if there's one thing to remember in this conversation, the story is made up either way. I but that, yeah. we're very, back to manifesting, we're very powerful. We have amazing magic powers. So that if we're constantly imagining a negative outcome, there is a higher probability of that being the direction. That's very powerful. And then when negative things occur or things that we would label as negative, we have the, I told you so part of our brain, like it's called, yeah. it's a, a confirmation bias and it actually concretes that path. And then we're like, see, I'm an idiot or see, and you're trying to reinforce a, a story that exists, but it's still a story. That you were right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We all do it. It's just really changing the way you think and being like, proactive about it like you know not letting it go by i guess you you're constantly having to remind yourself maybe at the beginning and then you eventually end up thinking more positively it's it's reps yeah reps it's putting in the positive thinking reps and the more you do that the your energy changes mm -hmm. and, and people are like you're so lucky it's not luck it's training yeah like I love, training your brain. Since I'm talking to you, yeah, it's we'll use fitness analogies, right? It's it's um it's science. If if I don't move my arms for a month at all, what happens to my muscles? They get smaller. Yeah. And if I train my biceps on a regular basis basis and um I'm safe and I do the form properly, what happens to my arms? They increase muscle. Am I am I lucky that I, I it's <laughs> no it's silly when you reps. think of it that way. Yeah. But if you're having the same negative thoughts over and over again, you're putting in reps anyways. You're doing mm -hmm. it. Congratulations. You're you're succeeding at negative reps. So you're successful. <laughs> you might as well change the thing you're doing to succeed in a different way. Mm. I love that, Joe. None of us are losers. We're all winners. Yeah. It's just what game are we playing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. I just came up with that and I think that's <laughs> market. Yeah. Gio, I wanna I wanna end this amazing epic session with maybe sharing one of your i know you said october is going to be your big dream month what is what do you see in your future right now what are you working on hmm. or dreaming uh, about i should say <laughs> yeah yeah the how to touch the lives of as many people as possible how to create as many smiles as possible or create as mm -hmm. much awe as possible uh, through experiences that we're creating through movies, through storytelling. Um, so that, that's the rough part of it all. I, I feel like the past 10 years has been laying the foundation and the groundwork. And now the rocket ship is about to take off and oh I'm gosh. trying to figure out where we're going to fly to. 
Well, I'm excited to be on this journey with you. I love you guys. I always tell you that. I'm so thankful for both you and Dr. Stephanie in our lives. And um, yeah, I'm excited to have you back on if you'll come back on maybe in the future. (laughs) But can you just share with our audience where they can find you? And I'll include any link that you would like me to include in the show notes as well. Yeah, um, at Gifted with Geo on Instagram is the best one. Um, And then archangel.cc, A-R-C-H-A-N-G-E-L.cc. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barnabelle Pay. Take care and stay strong.